trying to get the timing down for this is going to be very difficult. But we are back. Very. Season four is back. We 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 we're, we're ready to go. It's a it's a new dawn and it's a new day around the Stiff Up Lip podcast. Joined today is Sam, Max, and Ed. How how are all three of you? Feeling fresh, feeling breezy, feeling alive with the new hope of yet another National Football League season. Very nice. And how about you, Ed? Um, I'm fu- I'm full of excitement. Oh, I'm full of excitement, but my backwards internet is clearly pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, if you can, um, like, if there's someone in a nearby town that doesn't live like inside a hobbit hole, then you can get them to watch the games. And then if they fly like a really big kite. That they paint the score on. <laughs> they light a certain number I'll of beacons. Probably and... be. <laughs> oh god. Either. You know, I'm gonna really need fucking Max to unmute or something because. <laughs> quick, it's easier. Why? Because <laughs> Sam's disappearing also into the void, and I don't know why. This is already going so unbelievably wrong, but we are back. It's because you and I are the only people who live in civilized regions of the country. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, it... I'm going to turn my camera off, and then I hopefully should have no issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, how are you doing, Max? Uh, yeah, I'm not too bad, you know. Um just uh, getting ready for another season of abject mediocrity from almost every team in the league. Yeah, there's a... Uh... I'd have some pushback, a good deal of pushback, to the idea that about every team will just be like towing a perfectly level line. If only they could all go 8-8. No, they can't. Well, I guess they could have, but then they'd still have one more game to play. All right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's move. Let's move into the NFL sphere while while we wait for our um, steamed co-host. <laughs> yeah, our now wilderness buddy to go and you know find some civilization <laughs> in the nearby village, and uh, let's talk about some of the sort of very mild news that's happened in the last couple of weeks since you last heard from us. And we'll start, I think, with um, the most recent piece of news, which is that former Eagle Jason Peters has just signed for the Cowboys. 40 years old, the uh, the offensive tackle. Signs Ooh. a one-year deal with Dallas. Because that'll fix it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so certified that'll fix it move. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer. It's just a bit... He's having one of those where when you look back on his career, it's going to be like, remember when Jason Peters was a bear? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a yeah. weird situation, but um, a bit of a wobble. I don't know. Maybe this is you know I got nothing to say about this. He's old. He's so old. He's gonna <laughs> at some point it's gonna be sad. It could be very it could get sad. Uh, yeah, it because could be. They keep putting their faith in 
aging potentially still good linemen and then being like how does this keep happening to us well is Tyron Smith out for the whole season yeah I think so yeah Mm. and they lost Lyle Collins they've got a few guys who nobody knows who it is Connor McGovern is he there maybe yeah Connor McGovern's there but not the one that plays for the Jets the, the good one Oh, right. He's the guy who started the beef with Aaron Donald last off-season, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Mm. Well, I don't have anything else to say about this. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I just, I just wanted to bring it up. Just it just happened it. to happen as we were getting ready to record. <laughs> yeah, it literally happened about 30, 40 minutes before before we started. So I think it had been we were... bubbling for a while, though. So that was, that was like sub-mild news. You know, yeah. that was like... Yeah, that was like let's crank it. That was like the catch-up of news. Let's move on to the Tabasco of news. All right, Ooh. the Tabasco source of news is that Alex Leatherwood, last year's first-round pick for the for the Raiders, has been cut, <laughs> and also that Jalen Rager, the guy that the Eagles took in 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 in, in well in this moment, Jalen Rager, wide receiver TCU to the Ooh. Eagles. Hey, Peg. I'm on it. Nice. How the hell did the Vikings look into that situation where they got Justin Jefferson because the Jalen Rager went to the Eagles a pick in? (laughs) And now Jalen Rager is going to be playing alongside. Well, I say playing. He's going to be sitting alongside. Justin Jefferson, sorry, I, I didn't. I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't one of the randoms from this server. But <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to be quite legitimately playing special teams in the same stadium. <laughs> he is. He might occasionally see the field if, like, uh, what's the name of that Osborne guy that they like? Take care, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Also, Ed's, Ed's back, and it looks like he's gotten his, his shit together. <laughs> it looks nice. like he's literally sat in a field with, like, a flashlight, and there's just, like, the night sky behind him. Yeah. You might need another mm-hmm. oil lamp in that room, bud. Only, the one you've got on isn't quite cutting it. In a tent? Pour <laughs> <laughs> some more power in the piece of oil. Yeah. <laughs> Ed's just living his Amish fantasies. I mean... I'll, I'll come off mute to defend myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's dark in this room because the light isn't turned on. Would you like to see something very, very special, lads? Is yeah. It, wait, is it you turning a light on? <laughs> there is electricity in the room. Wait, he is actually going to get one of those big sticks with a match on the end. Oh, he turned it. Oh, okay. Uh, he does that. Oh. Look at that. Oh. I'll tell you what, this electric light's the future, isn't it? <laughs> That Edison's got a lot to answer for. How are you actually doing, Ed? Because we never actually got to figure it out for you. Up next. Oh, um, it's wonderful. Uh, I was woken up this morning by genuinely the sound of a rooster. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds annoying as hell. (laughs) It kind of does. It's enough that you can get by, but... Yeah, like once or twice, it's fine. Like over a protracted period, that rooster becomes my nemesis. <laughs> I've got, have... you know, I've got a bird nemesis here. <laughs> what the fuck? Are I've you got about? a bird nemesis here. But we don't wake up to the sound of the roosters. We we wake up to the harsh 
laughter of ducks outside going like this. <laughs> Can we clip the duck sound for any bird games? It barely came through, but but I'll give it a go. But yes, the filter did doing God's work on that one, picking that one up. But, um... <laughs> yeah, crisp noise suppression. Oh, sound's gone. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Hey, the internet's I'm... all right now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm glad that it would cut it out because if a duck came and honked quite loudly next to the recording, I wouldn't want it to make it through anyway. So. That's quite good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, my internet cut off my rooster nemesis story. All right. Um, As a veterinarian, you have several rooster nemeses. <laughs> no, I mean, the roosters have got to him. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you yeah, think sorry, of the Jalen Rager thing? Um. I think it's I think it's fine. Like I like Tamir Smith Marcel well, who we cut to me- Sam? Sam, are you alright? You I think he's just talking to the wilderness, like Imagine if we're missing like yeah. the greatest avian story we've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. okay. A bit like in the uh Am I- Covered in pit. <laughs> 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 so I said to her, some lag somewhat on my words. There is. Yeah, there is. Oh? A ridiculous ah. degree of lag. Oh, you're back. Back ish. Tell you what, lads. We've only we've only lost seventeen minutes here. Would you like to cold open this boy again and take it from there? What and just start the whole thing again? I reckon we can. No, I reckon we can cobble together a, a hilarious two and a half minutes of content from that seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as someone's to be the one that edits it, then I'm fine with it. We need that Jason Peters combo in there. <laughs> no, that was some of our best stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was the closest thing that we come to cutting news. To be fair. Wait, okay, anyway, so, Ed, you were saying you liked Emir Smith-Marset, who's been cut. Yeah, because he was, like, he was what we had as a deep threat guy. And, like, it feels like, basically, we've took a punt on Rager because he was a first-round pick. But, like, Smith-Marset was fine, and now he's with the Bears. Which isn't isn't exactly ideal. I know. (laughs) The poor lad. (laughs) For all parties um, involved. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, it's crazy that Rager was taking a pick before Jefferson. I mean, it's also crazy that Rager a- agreed to come to Minnesota, given the previous back office openly laughing at him being selected when he was. It's crazy. Maybe he claims a sort of really sad victory. Um, he's like, well, they've gone and I'm here. So in a way, I've won. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just pins it entirely on like yeah the previous establishment but now this new uh this new regime it'll be fine he just wants to play ball what about, what about leatherwood is he a starter surely uh, not no for the bears anyone's a starter wait is he gone to the bears oh yeah oh wait how have we ended yeah, up with two he's... stories about guys claimed off waivers by the bears because I mean, 
realistically they're better than the options the bears had to begin with i'm surprised the bears haven't claimed everyone it's fair it's fair emma is gonna come in here though and hit you in the back of the head with that vintage looking guitar yeah well i mean the thing is right they he's going to be competing for snaps at right guard with their previous uh tevin jenkins who they thought was going to be a long-term left left tackle prospect Oh, so they've got two two highly drafted left tackles competing for right guard. Oh, that's quite sad. <laughs> I thought that uh, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if Leatherwood actually wins that as well because I I thought that he was better at right guard than when he was playing as a tackle. So, I'd I'd not Have be we... surprised if he started more. You know how I've been made to... I don't want to start this year off like in a petty kind of way, but you know how I've been repeatedly made to eat a humble pie on my flip-flopping on Sam Darnold? Yeah. Tom, do you want to Do you want to maybe take the L on the one for liking Leatherwood back in the day? Oh, yeah, I'll absolutely admit I'm taking the L, but I am just... I'm just holding out hope that this guy that didn't work out at the Raiders getting played in a position that is a little bit more natural to him might might work out but i will i will eat the l here right now that well, i enjoyed both... alex leatherwood and thought that he was a good pick you guys have both obviously been taking huge l's on this one but i've got to take this <laughs> actually been proven right which is that <laughs> i always have this inherent suspicion of any like first round pick taken from Alabama. Um, I just feel like there's so many of them and some of them turn out to be good, but a lot of them kind of miss the mark. And I just think is is GMs who don't know anything better than other than like, oh who won the national championship last year and who were their best players? That's just like them. I don't know. There's quite a few who is, I just feel suspect. Is this based about. entirely around tour? No. Well Partially, he's another example, but like, I'm trying to think of recent high picks from Alabama. To be fair, high picks because well, Leatherwood wasn't. Like, I mean, was... like, Alan Waddle. Well, Leatherwood yeah. wasn't. Uh... Yeah, wasn't. Wasn't. My mind goes to Derek Henry. Yeah, Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick was at Alabama. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones is it's fine. He's potentially fine. Let's we'll see what happens. The, basically, <laughs> like your success rate, your success rate on hitting on a pick from Alabama is about the same as every other school. But I, I get what you're saying in the sense of like uh, teams do pick from Alabama quite a lot. But there's a reason why they win the national championship a lot. It's because there is a lot of talent there as well. So, yeah, it's because they play the best players. So. Well, yeah, but <laughs> to, to, <laughs> in buying those players, they're probably proven to be at least good. So uh, We'll see. But, you know, sometimes it is because there's... I'm not saying they're bad players. I'm just saying, like, are they the best players available or is it that they've been elevated by the, t- the team around them? Well, it's weird because... We'll never find out. If you if you're gonna point out like a GM that maybe would have fallen into these traps, I wouldn't have thought that Mayock would have been the one who 
if anything, would have probably been more turned away by the fact that he played for Alabama because he wanted to pick from, like, Bishop fucking Bishop Sycamore High School instead. Bishop Stoltford Yeah. (laughs) Ruggs, also an Alabama guy. Yeah, and Josh Jacobs, wasn't he? Uh, Yeah. I think, was Josh Jacobs Georgia? Might have been. I thought he was a Bulldog, personally. Maybe? Nick Chubb is from Georgia. Nick Chubb was from Georgia. (laughs) Derrick Henry was Alabama. I know that much. I know Derrick Henry was Alabama. Jalen Hurts was from Alabama. Oh, no, he was from Oklahoma. Wait, where was... No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Jalen Hurts was from Alabama, right? No, I feel like we've gone off top. I think he played for both. I think he, I think you get the free pass there because I think he was on both rosters. Yeah, Baker Mayfield played for Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Well, well shall we move it on? Jesse Bates played for Wake Forest. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Herbert was at Oregon. Nah. Um, all right. Next piece of news. Inverted commas. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo got a a contract reshuffle. Is he staying, or is it more that he's getting the, the 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 weird reshuffle to make him more tradable for a team? I no, absolutely. He's staying. He's staying because Trey Lance, who played for, I believe, North Dakota State, <laughs> um, played is, is strong. Who attended North Dakota State University? <laughs> um, Graduated from. I don't. Believe, I don't even know if he graduated. To be fair, <laughs> so the guy's the guy's done nothing. He's done nothing in his career, um, and I just don't think that they. I mean, what he showed last year was very inconsistent. And if they didn't think that he took a big step forwards in the second year, maybe they were thinking to themselves, like, you know, if we go into it with just Trey Lance, maybe they saw a future where they went like 5 and 12 and like got fired because it would be like their 6th losing season or something. <laughs> I don't know. Not 6 but they've had a few. They've had a lot of losing seasons for a team who are normally they're, in the they're, they're, Packers they're, in the playoffs. They're, they're the best team who have been crap or the worst team <laughs> who have yeah, been no, I, I I'm more than happy to go along with that. Yeah. You're more than willing to put your name next to that statement that I just made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I am also willing to throw my hat in the ring and say, I still think Lance... I still really like Trey Lance. Why his, his upside is like another stratosphere compared to Garoppolo. So, like, why... Well, he can I, move I, around. <laughs> Garoppolo. <laughs> Like I, I guess there's no point in like not just restructuring it so it's a bit more friendly and just taking any offers that come your way. But I don't really get why they would at this point. It's just like, it has such a it has such potential to become like a horribly messy situation because you've got two guys. Oh yeah, the potential. The same two guys, but you've told them that. Actually, the guy whose job it was no longer has it, and the other guy now has his job. What if they start out like two and four? If they bench Trey Lance at that point, it's basically yeah. like it's not a good sign for his career. Not many players find themselves in that situation who go on to succeed. I mean, I don't think it's a good sign for like 
<laughs> Shanahan and John Lynch. Yeah, but I guess they're thinking that if they put Garoppolo, Garoppolo in there and they finish 8 and 9, then they might be able to retain their jobs. Um, mm. I don't know. It's one I to mean, watch, isn't it? I just can't understand why a team who know that Trey Lance had thrown the ball, what was it, 250 times since college, would have thought, maybe we need to keep an insurance policy because this guy isn't going to be as developed as Mac Jones. It is. I just can't believe that they spent such a high draft pick on him. It's the same as their running back. They weren't, they weren't <laughs> going to get same. him if they didn't spend a high draft pick on him. It's Someone was going to take a bite on the upside. Like... Trey Sermon, third round pick, gets cut. Elijah Mitchell, sixth round pick, that's great. Trey Lance, who was a first round pick? Yeah. yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah. First round yeah, pick. Looks pretty shaky based on a very small sample size, to be fair. Uh, CJ Bethard, Nick Mullen. <laughs> they come in and they look pretty good, you know? They should just. You know how in fantasy sometimes, if the draft falls a certain way, you just make your mind up, you're like, I'm going to stream quarterbacks this year. And focus on positional talents. The 49ers should adopt a streaming quarterbacks policy and just each week pick up whichever <laughs> free agent quarterback they think will look the best for that match. And then, I mean, they pretty much have done the same with running backs with Breeder and Moster and whoever that damn hell else they've got. And they've got another like third round pick this year. So they should just focus on the line, save money. And then just bring in quarterbacks and running backs uh, as they see fit. Mm. It's good enough. To, it's a good enough strategy to get me to about seven wins in fantasy every year. So what, so, what happens a, yeah. when it gets to like week eleven and they have to like pick up Mike Glennon for a second time? It's a dark day, but that's what you've got the rest <laughs> of the team for. <laughs> I think the difference for the 49ers this year is that the O line is kind of bad, where it's always been really good. Like, I mean, they've still got, what's um, what's his name McGlinchey. at left tackle? Yeah, McGlinchey at right tackle's not look the best. They've still got, I can't, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. The, Trent, Williams. Trent Williams. Yeah, they've still got Trent Williams. So they're, they're okay, but they're not the same um, run blocking threat that they were once. Mm. So I think I think having Trey Lance to sort of be an extra runner, be a bit more mobile than Jimmy G might be the way to go, even if you're not expecting him to pass like absolute howitzers all year. I don't think he can do that. It's a fair yeah. They made the championship game last year, but there was like a long stretch of the season where they were just in the doldrums and you could see that happening again this year. Yeah. But again, I think that they'll they'll probably end up making the playoffs because there's not it doesn't feel like there's too much ahead of them, so yeah, they they but, could I mean, they could easily end up making a run, or they could end up third off. in the division. Well, yeah, so but, all right, um, you you all right, Sam? Uh, what like I cannot foresee any like future where they end up like lower than second in that division. Like, I mean, are we assuming the Seahawks are last? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course we are. But I like. Well, then, I mean, the Cardinals. They certainly exist. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah. It's not impossible for the Cardinals to be ten and seven and nine and eight, and for the Forty ers to 
for Trey Lance to, to flop and for the 49ers to be 7-10. The Cardinals would have to do awfully fucking well in the first half of the year without Nuke and maintain that throughout. That's fine. They always do well in the first half of the year. Yeah, they're exceptionally yeah. good for the first nine games of the season and dreadful yeah. well for the remaining that, Yeah, Well enough that I'm sure we don't have to worry about the rest. Yeah, exactly. sort of <laughs> yeah. The train's on the tracks at that point. It'll drive itself. That's, well, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury gets to he gets to like seven and two, and he sits back in his office chair and like dusts his hands and goes ah, and then puts his cap over his eyes and falls asleep for eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's he hibernates when it gets to like the late of the winter months. <laughs> he just like packs peanuts into his belly and then. Cliff Kingsbury is actually a, just a really sentient squirrel. I mean, Cliff I think Kingsbury is the most half-assed signal box operator in the world for the Cardinals train. <laughs> he, he's like, he's on the radio. He is the Cardinals train is on the tracks. It's left the station, and he's like, "Ah, oh, job well done." <laughs> <laughs> now let me just turn my back to the window. <laughs> All right. Um. We've got we've got a fair few predictions to get through. This is the main stay of the whole show. So let's do the final piece of news that happened literally 20 minutes before we started recording. Mitchell Trubisky got made a team captain, which the Steelers are the last team that haven't confirmed their week one start of where there was any doubt over who it would be. It's going to be Mitch, based off of that. You don't announce the team captain and then not play that guy in week one, so... There you go. The, what's everyone think? Is that the right call? I personally believe yes, even though pickets look good. I still think yes, sit the guy for yeah, at mean, least at least the first couple weeks, especially the first couple, because it's at Bengals home to Patriots. If that's not a like, we are going to throw you into the fire, or we are going to make you like right. guys. If the you know when teams are like you, that's a playoff run. Yeah, those two games, that's a real wild card run right there. <laughs> <laughs> but but even still, like at home to the Patriots, who've famously beaten up on rookie quarterbacks, you don't want to bench Kenny Pickett after two games if he's not playing well. Just start with Mitch. I think I think yeah. I think what they do is beat up on bad quarterbacks. So I'm quite worried about Mitch, but I do get your point, and I think they. Sh- I think they should sit Pickett. Mm. I think I there's... Want, I just want to feel better about the O-line before he goes in. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to feel better about the O-line. waiting for at least several months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also... don't want Pickett in the seeing ghosts. You don't want him talking about the famed Acrishaw apparitions. Um, <laughs> that, that, that would be carried with him his entire career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I I've got no problem with it. I assume that nobody else does really. So yeah. I mean, I hear in the in the like toilets in the basement of Acrishaw, you almost feel as if there's a presence watching you, in some kind of voyeuristic way. This like large, it's the old it's the, old presence. It's the ghost of Plaxicoburus's leg. <laughs> ghost pervert. <laughs> See, this is why I love having Sam on the show because he's 
even if most of his takes are bad, he'll still produce the occasional soundbite worthy yeah. one. The takes are bad, but the ramblings, the, the ramblings are good. The clips are just so beautiful. Oh. All right, we're done with the news. I think there's nothing else really to cover. So now we turn our attention because it's the first week of the actual regular season this week. We've got the Bills at the Rams in the opening week on Thursday, and I am so excited. It's back. We've finally done with all of this shit that we've not talked about at all, because it it didn't matter, (laughs) but now it matters. Bills at Rams. Who's everyone taking? Who's everyone picking? Um... I will always pick the Bills because in my heart I want them so desperately to succeed. But the fact that the one, like, kind of glaring, at least for the first few weeks, like, issue with their roster as cornerback, I I feel like it's not a good team to kind of lay bare those issues to. I feel like one of these teams is going to come out this season and fall flat on their face in this game. I just have that yeah, feeling this, that it's going to be a blowout, but I don't know. This, is the, this is the Max's, Max's low on bowl because it's Josh <laughs> Allen versus Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's the unreasonably high expectations bowl. <laughs> the the stiffer plip classic of uh, takes that we feel very strongly about but can't put into words or reason why we feel like that. It's the unre- <laughs> it's the unmovable man versus the unreasonable expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, the the literally the team that won the Super Bowl last year. You think it's an unreasonable expectation for them to be good again? Well, my, also... my point is that Max seems to. Be permanently down on them. <laughs> or yeah, that's at the Stafford. Yeah. It's, you know, in fast times like the days that we live in, it's good to have a rock of consistency and to have uh, a governor on how much your opinions swing around. And the Bills were like suddenly anointed as somehow being like the preordained Super Bowl champions. Just because they drafted James Because Goodland. they were exceptionally good? Because they bottled it in huge styles the Chiefs last year. Before the Chiefs bottled it in huge styles. Well. And, you know, Matt Stafford was like, oh yeah, no, he's a pretty good quarterback and now he's a, a Hall of Famer. I mean, come on. There's, you know, year to year, a lot of stuff changes in the NFL. I'm not saying these teams are bad. I'm just saying that... Um, I don't know. It's there's there's normally not that many teams that really set themselves apart from the pack, and I don't necessarily think that we should go into every season. That's why with my mediocrity remark at the start of the show, I'm just kind of like I'm kind of just so skeptical of all of the optimism at this time of year. Like everyone feels good about every team, and nobody ever says, "Well, actually, maybe some of these teams are gonna really shit the bed." And I want to be that man. I'm sorry, (laughs) but not everyone is sitting in a dark chair in the corner of the room, brooding cynically for seven months. 
It's the best chair in the pub, and it's called the Devil's Perch. Meanwhile, anybody else that's actually maybe excited for this game being the opening to the season, as opposed to when we sat through fucking four hours of Bears Packers once as our opening game. It's going to be sick. That was a crazy game. It was. It was perfectly mediocre. Got a leg fracture and then came back out and came overcame a 20, 20 to twenty to nil deficit, and bet and it was funny because the Bears. <laughs> he did put the team on his back with that leg fracture. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Ma- Max's opinions should be like locked like a van on double yellow lines. West wing ass opinions. <laughs> but anyway I'm not saying I'm not excited for this game I'm just I just think that maybe one of these teams might not look perfect and beautiful like a newborn football child maybe maybe they won't it's gotta but like uh, what two other teams could you feel as good about yeah I also want to know like why on earth are you demanding perfection game one? <laughs> because people well, if they're not springing fully formed. I want another game. Super Bowl and I want it now. <laughs> That's not how the NFL works. Come on. Come on. You know full well that all of the um, mouth-breathing football population of Twitter, um, the blue ticks as I call them, they are salivating over this game because they love the Bills and the Rams because there's two guys called Sean, two very special boys with special talents. Sorry, I'm, I'm being... I think, You're I just being really facetious here we, about... We keep one-upping this and eventually I'm going to decry the entire sport of American <laughs> football. <laughs> uh, you've, you've been sat too long in the Twitter miasma. And it has poisoned your brain to. Uh, I mean, if we that it isn't. If we were a TV show, we'd be saying that Max has jumped the shark at this point. Like <laughs> it's about season four where that happens. So yeah, you know what, Max? It's not just true. go ahead and I jump the shark. the shark. Everyone else has jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm on the other Everyone side. Everyone else has jumped the shark. Yeah, I'm on the other side of the shark. Shivering and saying, I'm afraid to commit myself to the idea that this is going to be some 35 to 31 barn burner. I think it could well be 36 to 17. Oh, no. I'm sorry if I'm crazy for saying that. <laughs> we, should, we should listen I think to you. Max. Just might be. If, there's, if there's one thing that the NFL space is missing, it's pragmatic, even keeled analysis that doesn't favour one team or another, regardless of what talents they may or may not hold. I just exactly. Went, I'm I an enlightened like, interest. I, I love that you picked 36-17, which by all, by all intents and purposes could be a 53-point thriller. No! Yes. <laughs> um, as 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 the this game is boring, it could all, depending on the order of the points scored, it could be an absolute cracker. I think Max's perfect idea of the NFL is like one crack toss play. <laughs> like, well, they executed it well, lads. Massive for the year. 
Max is one of those reductionists that thought that the onside kick was a better way to move the ball than passing it. To be fair, let's let's not be revisionist about this. Last year, in in the grand scheme of NFL seasons, last year was a bit crap. There was like there was a, a run of about twelve red zones in the middle of the season in a row that were just like, oh, well that happened, but. You know, we had a few barn burners, but it it wasn't the same league I fell in love with. The, the passion died a little, this and I'm hoping our, to get back on track. This is our fucking league. I think you need to experience some losing seasons now. Yeah. I think okay. losing seasons are what generates a little bit of passion, a little bit of excitement. Excitement for other teams. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like I'm, a general I'm passion. just looking forward to seeing a good game. <laughs> right. Max's 10 years of gravy trains have made him complacent and... Bitter. How would yeah. a gravy train make you uh, It doesn't matter. Anyway, my point is if one team <laughs> if I think one team is going to be the team that wins clearly, I think I would favour the Rams to to win at a canter. Okay. I think both teams will score different points. And at the end, the score will reflect the play. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they just draw? <laughs> right. That's it. I'm sending a rooster to both of your houses tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh wait, I I never got to tell my rooster nemesis story because my oh, oh, please. Me. But okay, it's it's so short. My dad's friend grew up in Sri Lanka, and he grew up next to a family that had roosters, and they had this one rooster that was like just the worst, and they had to like they were away for like a week, and he was looking after this rooster. Um and like he said it woke him up at about four o'clock every morning for a stretch of months. Um so when they went away, he killed it, ate it, and told them it ran away. <laughs> what the fuck? Nice. Alright, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> to be fair, there's not many animals that you tend to that you can get away with doing that for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a, a large guppy. <laughs> it ran away. <laughs> do you want to do alright? Quickly, quickly fire out your score predictions for this game. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a nice, good twenty, twenty-eight to thirty-one in favor of the Rams. Ooh. I'm gonna right. say thirty-six to seventeen. In favour of the Rams. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm going to say 36-17 to the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to say 15-6 to six the Bills. <laughs> and you won't deserve it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> eat right. your slot, pigs. Right. Move the show on, Tom. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I was in the middle of doing so and you just cut me off, you jackass. <laughs> Ah, oh, sorry, I, I bogged it down with my rooster story. <laughs> All right, let's. We've got we've got some little nice predictions this year. We've not done like a power ranking system because we sort of ran out of time. So we're gonna have we're gonna have our usual predictions where we usually have like one joke, a legit one, but we're also gonna pick maybe a surprise playoff outcome, be it a, a team that looked dead set to miss that makes it or vice versa and we're also going to pick who's going to be in our Super Bowl as well um, 
we'll go we'll go around the horn with our sort of actual legitimate prediction first. So, Ed, do you want the do you want the honors here first? Um. Okay. So, legitimate predictions. Yes. It's a homer pick, right? Justin Jefferson for offensive player of the year. I think that that could be a a very. That's a very safe prediction. I feel he he could absolutely ball out this year. Yeah, I moved tentatively out of the gate, but I think that, like, with... I mean, if the upside of the Vikings' offense is, like, greatest show on turf, levels of passing offense, and I think as their sort of... as the key jewel in that team, I think that if they make a playoff run, or at least, like, get to the playoffs, then I think he's a serious, serious contender. I Yeah, I've... I've... I think I probably agree. Um, I, I went in a slightly different way with my prediction, but I was thinking along the same sort of lines. Um, um, my only comment on that would be that Ed hasn't um, mitigated for the target show loss to Jalen Rager. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Um, he'll be returning punts by the end of the year, will Justin Jefferson? <laughs> Jalen Rager. Comeback player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be laughing out the other side of your face if <laughs> we become a three-headed monster with Jefferson, Thielen, and Rager. Yeah. What in the two must be amputated for the safety of the third? <laughs> you are the vet. I have to defer to that. Doesn't sound right, but <laughs> but I don't know That's enough about three-headed monsters to discredit that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's always one middle head, so you cut off the two side heads and, and like, hey, presto, you've got a regular guy. Well, what if he wants to look around corners better? (laughs) You've not thought it through, Sam. (laughs) No, but so you're suggesting that you keep one of the side heads, in which case you would then not be able to see the side that you're on. What? What was your prediction, Tom? <laughs> I think, I think that by the end of the season, Justin Jefferson will win Offensive Player of the Year or grow two extra heads. How <laughs> <laughs> I learned to learn stop. I like that because it technically has better better odds than the first one that you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've scaled it upwards. Our science says it's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, Max, you you next. A legitimate prediction. See, I thought, um, I kind of misunderstood. I thought we were going for, like, bold predictions. But Ed was kind of, I kind of agree with Ed, so I didn't consider it to be that bold. Well, yeah, yeah you could, you could, no, nah, it was sort of like a, is this a kind of realistic one? Like, I mean, if, think, you had a, if you had an argument against Justin Jefferson's, then yeah, but you didn't. I think mine it. is, I, I, I want to clarify that I don't consider this to be remotely on the same level of possibility. As, as Ed wants, because if, if you think that I do, I'm going to get a, a bunch more stick. Because uh, my prediction was that none of the teams... Actually, I'm going to get stick for this anyway, but like I said, I, I consider it quite unlikely, but possible. None of the teams who participate in last year's championship games will win their division this year. None okay, of so the, wait, not. none of the teams? So... so the Bengals, the Chiefs, 
<laughs> this is where I'm going to get sick. The Rams and the 49ers, I don't think any of them will win their division. <laughs> so, so it's Cardinals or Seahawks holding the torch for this. I wouldn't have included the all Seahawks. No. But yes. <laughs> I... For, for a start, the Cardinals are going to be better than last year because Kyler Murray is going to understand how to watch tape for the first time. Yeah. Have you guys seen that thing where it's legitimately Kyler Murray plays worse in the in the weeks where there's a double XP weekend on Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, I think to be fair, it's not it's not actually too far out of the realm where I'd consider it like you've gotten this completely wrong and it you you've picked the wrong jokey thing here. But like the Bengals and the Chiefs could like. The Ravens and the Chargers or or Raiders or Broncos could all easily end up winning their their divisions. So it's not it's not it's not actually yeah. too bad of a shout, really. I think if Trey Lance isn't that if Trey Lance flops. And Matt and Stafford's if, arm falls yeah, off. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Like it's going to. Because when they talk about it being like the baseball injury. I get flashbacks to when Dak Prescott was at the Texas Rangers getting treatment for his and it really affected him. So, it, it sounds dodgy. They keep saying there's nothing to worry about, but remember when they said about Todd Gurley? Yeah. It's kind of what it reminds me of. Um, but I, I think they would need to have something like that happen in order for the Cardinals to win. I don't know. Maybe the Cardinals will be good since they got rid of that absolute job worth Christian Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Without yeah, him dragging them down. <laughs> the <roof. laughs> they just needed to get Andy Isabella on the field more often. Alright. Sam? <laughs> okay. I... If we, like, we probably won't do too many predictions, and there's one that is, like, objectively more stupid than this one. But this one's still very, very unlikely. Um, I have been in short bursts banging the drum for Damian Pierce, um, rookie Texans running back. Because um, what the fuck else are they going to do? I know Davis Mills was like pretty good last year, but like it's a de- decent offensive line. I don't think they're going to pass much. I think he's going like, to eat a shit ton of yards. So... I think that in the FC South, wait, AFC South. You started, so you must finish. <laughs> I think <laughs> that Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, and Damian Pierce are all going to have over 1,700 yard seasons. Oh, like season total each. I'm gonna, so say, more... I'm gonna say probably biggest. I think the biggest question in that is Derek Henry, because I do not have the faith that he'll stay healthy enough. Mm-hmm. But I, think, I like, yeah, three guys Derek and Henry average more than a hundred yards. Oh no, exactly a hundred yards. I think it's diff- if if you'd if you'd said that they would go for a combined fifty one hundred, 
that's kind of a different proposition. Yeah. I think that that's definitely more likely. I like it, because... Well, I mean, that presupposes that, like, Jonathan Taylor's going to have a 2,000-yard season. Not necessarily. He could have a 1,900-yard season, and Pierce could have 1,800, and Henry could have, what, 1,400, or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, before Henry got hurt, he was on, like, a ridiculous pace compared to everyone else when he was still leading in NFL and rushing yards, like, despite missing two full games. But that would, I mean, for Damian Pierce, that would be, like, up there with the best, like, rookie running back rookie. Yeah. Who is the best? Is it Dickerson still? Yeah, I think yeah. Dickerson. Um, and I feel like that was about 1,600. I always, I always think Saquon did better than he did, but that's because he had a good amount of, like, receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Saquon was just very exciting. I think that's why. I think, think he had. He... I think he had like thirteen hundred rushing and like seven hundred passing. But Wait, who's yeah, the top receiving? Receiving. Receiving. You say, in Eli Manning. Then, <laughs> Go long, Eli. <laughs> the new franchise quarterback out of the longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So who's the Colts' backup? Naeem Hines. Uh, yeah. Well, he's their sort of like receiving back, isn't he? He's not really a running like he's not a between the tackles runner. Is is it Naeem Hines? Didn't he? Did he not have a tall on something? No, I thought that, that was Marlon Mack who did. Me? No, he, he was he was caught by the Texans. Yeah, yeah. So who's yeah, the Texans? Was... <laughs> the Texans back is good. Mm, See, this is my th- because Rex Burkhead always manages to worm Rex's what um, he calls presumably Rex's slice, which is the <laughs> allocated number of rushing yards, uh, rushing attempts that, that a team has to dedicate to him every year. Yeah. See, my my so, problem with this was the Rex Burkhead factor because he does he has like fifty carries that. A game, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, a game, big, it's a big wreck to slice the <laughs> But no, it, he does. No, he gets, but... he gets his share. He, I think Damian Pierce is going to be good enough that that will, that Rex Burkhead will finally fade into the obscurity that he belongs. I, I think he might be close. My biggest problem is that I don't think the tech. I think the Texans actually are going to be throwing it a lot because they're going to be trading a lot. You make a good point. The backup in Indy, by the way, was going to be Philip Lindsay, but he got caught. Is that what we were thinking of? Mm. Naheem Hines was on the Texans. Maybe I was just thinking of Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack was on the Texans, but now he's been caught. He was on the Texans, got cut, then got hired on the practice squad, and then was cut two days later. I mean, to say of the three teams, Rex Burkhead is the closest backup to getting a significant amount of playing time, most likely. Yeah. All right, it that's is. Not, that's not a pleasant thought. <laughs> okay. Um, wrapping up the sort of more legitimate predictions, um, my shout is that Desmond Ridder will start at least 14 games this season for the Falcons. 14? I think 14? That, I think that Marcus Mariota <laughs> won't start more than three games for them this year. Because you so, think we'll get hurt? I, I, well, I don't think he'll get hurt, 
but I, or like enough to properly warrant him being like out of the team. But he'll have one injury in like week two, where he'll leave the game for like four snaps, and Arthur Smith will just go, ah, fuck it, and then just start Denzel Ridder uh, for the rest of the year. Ah, he loves, he loves him too much. <laughs> Are we saying that Marcus Mariota is some kind of Hawaii Rod Taylor? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pronounced Hawarod. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, um, but yeah, that's that's my that's my shout. The market might I think it's too, start I think it's too many because I don't think Desmond Ridder showed enough in the preseason. No, I I think that would be like a doomsday scenario. And like, the only way that that could happen if Mario had got hurt, which, which is not impossible by any means. I I think if if he did get hurt, I think they'd pick up someone else and like maybe there. Well, who is there like on the free agency market at quarterback right now? That's, that's you could trade a, you could trade a fifth for Jordan Love. Well, they could they could go out and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, but like why would? I don't, I don't, I don't see it personally. I, no, Garoppolo will be starting fourteen games this year. I, I, I genuinely see Desmond Ritter playing fourteen games, at least. No, Something I would have had him as the third, the third most likely quarterback to start fourteen games. Rookie quarterback. What behind uh, Pickett and Willis? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. The, t- the Titans have already said Willis isn't seeing the field this year. Yeah, it doesn't mean that that, that you know. Sometimes reality kicks in, but <laughs> when you know Mike Vrabel to lie, that would have to be injury. You're right. I think um, fourteen's too high. If you said like eleven is what I I was thinking the ballpark would be. Well, I wanted it to be a little bit spicy in the same way that like you wanted or. You and Sam both wanted the, to go for like a little bit of a spicier one, but still. Like, who were the Falcons' first three games against? Oh, I don't fucking know. You think I've checked out the Falcons' schedule? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. they would absolutely pick up a free agent. Like, I'd like if they have any faith in Ridder, they wouldn't just throw him to the wolves. They might. The Texans did. Why do that when Trace McSorley's available? Right, so their opening game is against the Saints, then they've got the Rams, and then they've got the Seahawks. So, so Aaron Donald could... Game. Aaron Donald could break Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter starts. That's, that's... Marcus... Um, Aaron Donald doesn't really break people. He normally goes for the helmet swing or the chokeout move. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. No, but Marcus Mario is injury prone enough that like a gust of wind from Aaron Donald's general direction could potentially hurt him. So like, it's possible. It's plausible, in fact. But anyway, yeah. Oh, All right, oh. let's let's move our attention on then, because I'm I'm conscious that we spent way too long on the legitimate predictions. Who's getting the number one? Who's getting the number one pick? We'll just we'll say a name because I th- I don't think there needs to be too much discussion about like who's going to be having the number one overall pick this year. I don't have like one team. I think there's probably like three or four that could. 
All right, so if you were to pick from one of those four, just blur out a name. I process, Tom. All right. Okay, I'll do it for you, the I'll bears. <laughs> the bears were... I'd, I am concerned that there is a possibility that it could be the New York football giants. No, they're they're not quite... They're pretty bad. I don't expect them to be good, but they're not quite in the basement. They're not quite in the basement. My my pick will probably be the Bears. Okay. Ed? Bears. <laughs> am I going to be the only one that picks the Seahawks here? The Seahawks... The Seahawks are just the the Seahawks have got just enough coaching juice in them to get to about four or five wins. They've got just enough Gino. I know, but Gino. The Bears are actually and a very talented receiving core. They just are. There's there's not very much about the team. The running game's probably going to be good. I don't know. Is Rashad Penny all that good? Who's their, who's their rookie? Is it Kenneth Walker? Kenneth Walker, yeah. yeah. Rashad Penny was the best running back in the league for the last month of the last year for no reason at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah after a career of absolutely nothing going into it. <laughs> well, he was he was hurt a lot, right? So if yeah, we yeah. ignore the idea, sorry, let me not to bring normal foot into this, but if I were to adopt my Liverpool mindset, We've got a bunch of players who get injured all the time, but what if we just pin all our hopes on the fact that they don't? <laughs> I, I've got an alternative theory on why Penny was crap. I think that Chris Carson was like his kryptonite. Penny, for your thoughts? <laughs> oh, I see. So now that Chris Carson's out the building because he's retired, like, Richard Penny yeah. might be like some form of do you mean do you mean that chris carson was slowly poisoning rashad penny to keep his job <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i said and Feeding i stand by <laughs> does this taste like bromium to you <laughs> <laughs> i love it when chris cooks dinner i always taste of my favorite almonds <laughs> <laughs> Alright. The running backs all just live in one big, like, large-sized caravan together. <laughs> like that big, like one of those big beds from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my shout. I think the Seahawks will be the, mm. the number one pick. All it's right. a bad shout, but it's certainly a shout. Is it a bad shout? Or is yeah, it just... I mean, that... They've got so much more talent than the Bears. They so really do. More. Yeah, but if you th- if you think about it, the Bears always split at least one series with the Lions and one series with the Vikings. So there's have you, con- you. So there's- have you considered the fact that they may not? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the Seahawks beat the Rams every year. Well, like yeah, if we want to go. But the only problem is, is I just don't, I just don't see the Seahawks yeah. winning. The Seahawks beat the Rams every year. Now to turn than my three. back to the to the televised game and take a long sip of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think that the Seahawks will be the number one pick. That's all. I think that they're bad enough that they could easily do it, especially with like, oh, there's there's so much weird shenanigans that could happen. I think the Seahawks will be there. 
but yeah all right since that one went on for even slightly longer because apparently the Seahawks who were bad was uh, an unpopular choice. Um, yeah, because the Bears are so bad. The Bears are bad, but I just there's just a lot of bad teams. But it's like if you, it's like when you said that the actively tanking Dolphins that were a team that were made up entirely of absolute garbage, and they still managed to bum fuck their way into like finishing fourth in the draft. <laughs> Like, I couldn't just... hit mute on time, lads. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, it's all right. I was just doing basically the equivalent of a brain sneeze anyway. So let's move on. Who's everyone got <laughs> in the Super Bowl? What's, I... what's the matchup? I have Broncos Bills. Well, like, no, you, that physically no, you cannot happen. So <laughs> hey, let's wait, try again. Broncos Bills. Sorry. I switched out the wrong team in the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bills Niners. All right. Okay. Tom, what about you this time? I mean, I've I've gone I've gone Rams Chargers is is my is my shout for being in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I've got I've got Vikings Chargers. I knew that that was what? coming. It happens every year. I've like, not. I've learned to stop questioning it. Do you ever tire of this? He'll never tire of it. It's 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 it's, it's part, part of, of being fan. a fan, right? Yeah, it's part of the fabric of this show at this point that everybody else puts like a normal team in, and Ed chooses the Vikings. Oh, I mean, I put I put I put a one normal team in this year. Usually, I put in zero normal. Teams. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And uh, I think I picked the Bengals last year, though, didn't I? Out of nowhere. Kirk Cousins could like jingle some keys in front of your face. And you'd be like MVP season. You might no, you might have picked the Bengals. I, I actually can't remember. I'll have to go back you, and listen to it. Last, last year you picked Vikings Bengals. So there you go. You got one right, half right, and one horribly wrong. Horribly, half right. <laughs> yeah. And Max, <laughs> what's what's your pick? I've got the Chargers from the AFC. And from the NFC, you could basically roll a dice and like, roll a dime and make uh, four or five teams. So let me just go for. Um, the Falcons. No. Were you about to pick the Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> I, I held oh. the Eagles in for a long time. I was going to say Eagles. I was going to say the Eagles I really like, but I'm just going to choose the Packers because I can't be bothered to think of any other teams in the NFL. Right. Uh, okay. This is... Actually, fuck it. I'm changing mine to the Eagles. So you've got... Which which one of the, the AFC hurt. teams have you switched out <laughs> for the Eagles? Because you had... Two At least they're the in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. You want 21 Jalen Hurts games. <laughs> I you oh, I, I will let's never throw for 189 yards, one touchdown, and two picks every game. <laughs> I, I, I fail to understand how you can be so down on Jalen Hurts with such a talent. Because he's not very around. good. You've been you've been I, getting by with the absolute median of quarterback play for years. Can I can I call an audible here? Can I tell you what my slightly less um, safe pick was going to be. Go on. And it was with the addition of um, CJGJ. 
I thought that the Eagles would lead the NFL in penalties. Oh. I That's like that. interesting. Yeah, that is that is interesting. So Ed, are the Eagles your surprise your potential surprise shout for them missing the playoffs? Is that a what would yes. what would we consider? I don't even think it's I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. I actually think the commanders. Wait, you think the commanders will make it? Yeah, I thought the commanders would make that would make the postseason. Impossible. It's just deeply uninspiring to think about. <laughs> and yet, and oh, yeah, yet, to be fair, it. it did happen. But I'm you're down on Carson Jaylen Wentz Hurt. as well. It's crazy. I'm sorry that Jalen Hurts doesn't carry the wild thrill of Carson Wentz. <laughs> I realize the. I realize the. Oh, there's a stallion. The hypocrisy of this take. <laughs> yeah. I realize the like shame that I've had to like swaddle myself in to say that the commanders will be better than the Eagles. Well, it's all right because I... I had to swaddle swaddle myself in shame when I said that the Colts would make the Super Bowl last year. So. You're you you, after the takes that you've spouted on this show, you are just one of those giant rubber band balls of shame. It's part of being a podcaster. You just are a, a okay. sponge of shame. We're no, all... being a podcaster is like being a watermelon shame, a watermelon of shame, and every wrong take is another rubber band. My my structural integrity is well intact. I think we can, I think we can all finally forget about Josh. Yeah, um, I've got a large rift. I don't know about you guys. I'm a little nervous about my rift. <laughs> yeah, I just think that I I I tell you what. Fine, I'll put my onions on the table. I think that the commanders are going to go eight and zero in the division. Eight and zero in the are division. You fucking wait, with me? Do you mean wait, beat the Giants? Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you are right. They probably will beat themselves a few times this year. <laughs> yeah, sorry, six and zero. I think that I think the commanders will go six and zero. How does that sound? Do you have any anything at all to no. support this claim? Not a sausage. All right. See. You know what? Fuck it. Let it ride. Um, Max, who's your surprise shout for making or missing the playoffs? I was going to say I've actually got. Um, one for each, but neither of them are that interesting. My shout for not making the playoffs is the Dolphins, and the shout for making the playoffs would be a kind of quite tragic, not that good, but somehow scraping their way in Carolina Panthers team. I I actually kind of thought with the Panthers making the playoffs, but it, it was just deeply and interesting, so I went with something different. But yeah, they'd be going in ass backwards for sure. <laughs> yeah, Sam. In or um, I'd, I'll, I'll probably just say Detroit in. No, oh, how original! <laughs> the hard nuts. Well, take. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Jags in, but the like the chances of that happening in the AFC are flinting on. But it's fair. That's actually yeah, fuck it. Jags. I like it. I think the Jags are going to be good this year. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I also <laughs> don't. But. I, <laughs> um, I think somehow I might have ended up with the spiciest one. I think the Chiefs will miss the playoffs. 
Ooh. I don't... They have... Uh, they have kind of hemorrhage talent, haven't they? On both sides of the ball. I wouldn't say there's hemorrhage talent. I there's a world true. where they end up with like the worst defense in the NFL, but that would be if their rookies, Karloftis and um, McDuffie, are really crap. <laughs> um, if they're okay, they should be about where they normally are, a bottom, <laughs> a bottom four defense. But the only and problem I just think... is, is, is like the rest of the the whole division has has leveled up again. And with them losing talent and everybody else in the division gaining talent, like the Broncos have got a quarterback, they're going to be tasty. The Raiders have got Devontae Adams, they could be really tasty. Yeah, the, Chargers, we'll the Chargers we are very much all high on because we've got them in the Super Bowl. And the it Chiefs wouldn't surprise it, it genuinely wouldn't surprise me if, like... Because the Chiefs got found out a little bit when they had... Someone like Tyreek Hill. Now they just have me, Cole Hardman, who's worse at, at all of the things that Tyreek Hill did. So, yeah, like... but weirdly, I think they've actually got more competent receiving targets. They don't have a guy as elite as Tyreek Hill, but they've got obviously Kelsey. They've got Juju. They added Sky Moore. They've got. Um... But also, I mean, I'm glad that you did mention Kelsey. But but my problem with Kelsey is the fall off has to happen at some point. Yeah. He is. He's. He, he's, he's already done. slowing down. Pretty. How old is he? Like thirty-one. Yeah, I, I think so. But it's. He looks older in how he plays at the moment. If you yeah, but he doesn't look Gronk old. <laughs> not he can Gronk still old. run. Well, no, not yeah. Gronk old, but he is slowing down. I think the regression could potentially happen for Kelsey. Well, they don't especially. need him to average seventeen point four yards per catch. This is what they need him to do. They need Mahomes to roll out of the pocket, roll to the right, and Kelsey to streak right across the field and then catch a ball on the sidelines when Mahomes throws it two yards. Because that's what every single Chief play has ever looked like. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is fair, but I just, I can't, I mean, I can't see that. I actually legitimately, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of semi half, like, spicy prediction, but also it, it is a, it's a genuine one. I don't think the Chiefs will make the playoffs. It's interesting. Mm. I know what you're saying, but weirdly, I also think the Chiefs are the team in that division, the only team in that division who I can't see going down in horrible flames. <laughs> All the other teams, I can easy, easily visualise the world where it's like everything's gone to shit. But so I think the Chiefs have a floor, a floor of nine or ten wins. You think they have a floor of nine or ten wins, but they're not getting into the playoffs? No, no, I think they are getting to the playoffs. I don't think they're winning their division. Yeah, that was my uh, earlier. Point. Oh wait, that was what? Tom... <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that says that they won't make the playoffs. I'm I'm torn about this because on the one hand, I think that they might. I think that they might alter the playbook a little bit now. Tyreek Hill's not there. I don't think we're like going to be firing wasp to no one. But I think <laughs> that. <laughs> I think yeah, I I think that they'll miss the playoffs as well, Tom. Right. I disagree. You can do that. I have one single final stupid take that I only got after I read the news the last two days. Go on. Um, I think at some point this season, Aaron Rodgers will win a game while under the influence of psychoactive drugs. Well, this is where the well, joke prediction comes in, so here we go. Yeah, he, he used ayahuasca again this summer and said that 
like or last summer he said that he used it then and then last season after taking ayahuasca was the first time he enjoyed football <laughs> <laughs> after winning he played for 18 years and he won a fucking super bowl and then he went to smoke some bullshit like transcendental thing in south america and he was like Oh, he should go back to being a miserable bastard. Everyone preferred him <laughs> that way. I think I think he's very very capable of doing both. Yeah. So, so imagine like dispatching the Vikings in like week eighteen under the influence of peyote. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that's a good. I I like that as a prediction. Yeah. Also, you look, not you look in like under the helmet, and his eyes are just pupils, like just black. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but he's got like the widest grin on his face, and he's like, "Isn't this great?" <laughs> yeah, he looks. It'll look like those photoshopped like Joker images. <laughs> Ed, what's oh, your? Um, I believe at least one penalty flag will be thrown um, to do with a bird on the pitch. Who's getting penalised, the bird? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, the the offence is distracted by a bird, which allows the defence to get a sack, and they have to replay the down. Does this include all of the bird-related mascots, or does it have to be an actual bird? It does include bird-related mascots, yes. I, I, I like it. I really do like that. Illegal use of beak to the face, 15-yard penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bird-related, bird-related uh, penalty flag. I like it. Yeah, that that could feasibly happen. To be honest, I think <laughs> the most likely instance of that happening would be at Steelers at Ravens game because our O line would probably get distracted by their mascot, Poe the Bird, or whatever the fuck his name is. No, I don't think well, that's true. The... I think the most likely instance of that happening is the Seagulls mascot dying of boredom halfway <laughs> through a game and just. Falling onto the pitch like I don't a know sad. What, I don't know what Brian and Ovalbian's see uh, mascot's got to do with this. Poe has been sidelined for the season with a gruesome knee injury. So I don't know who they're. I don't know who's gonna. Who's their backup uh, mascot? I don't know. Like, I mean, Harbaugh won't be busy. <laughs> He's a crab, probably. One of the most <laughs> overrated crustaceans of all. <laughs> I think. Um, I think. <laughs> I think there's like a a reality where the when Aaron Rodgers produces a beautiful but haunting tropical bird that he's brought back from a, a different dimension. <laughs> a bird made of crystals. Instant wide receiver too. <laughs> I suppose this counts I mean, yeah, delay of game, right? It's it's yeah. hard it's hard to not make the playoffs when you're throwing to the idea of energy. <laughs> the quarterback accidentally he's got his glove he's got his one glove on, but instead of a normal glove, it's he's he's mixed up with his falconry glove. Uh all right, Max. So, are we all on board with Bird Pelly before we move I on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not on board with that at all. I am. I'm in. I'm, I'm very in on the idea of some kind of attack bird. So yeah. <laughs> all right, Max. What's your what's your jokey prediction? 
My jokey prediction is that JJR Sega Whiteside <laughs> will this year achieve 150 receiving yards and one touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have converted him back to wide receiver, so it's going to be a tall order. Boundary weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not having that at all. You the think the bird thing is more likely? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Which shows just how unlikely it is that JJ Ortega Whiteside will manage the most minor of fucking game stats. Hey. I think I think they'll get 150 <laughs> yards but no touchdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In a cruel twist of fate. Yeah. You keep the jewel of Zaragoza's name out of your mouth. Zaragoza. <laughs> Zaragoza. Alright, my Didn't joking... they have a statue like of him and Sarah goes. <laughs> no. He's a legend there. <laughs> <laughs> Every street is La Puebla de Zaragoza de Ortega Whiteside. <laughs> Why would it be Puebla de Zaragoza? <laughs> because they're saying he's from here. He is Ortega Whiteside of Zaragoza Street. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, my one, Matt Patricia will be fired from a real-life cannon at a Patriots game this season as halftime entertainment. <laughs> we'll try and... He's on the pitch and he's wearing a bird costume. <laughs> Does he distract somebody else on the field that results in a penalty? I think you don't even have to distract him. If you just step on there, it's a foul. But oh. I think it would... I think it would inherently be quite a distracting thing to occur, so probably everyone would be distracted by that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Would it count if he wasn't like dressed as anything, but he did the chicken dance? Uh, I'll let the community decide. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we're not even going to talk about the real-life cannon shooting. It's oh, no. just gone back oh, to no. birds. No, well, we're all familiar with the real-life cannon shooting. It wasn't that much of a joke. Yeah, it's <laughs> only because we all accept it as a distinct possibility. Okay. How? How? Mm. I mean, there's a logistical question here. Like, do they go to Raymond James? Like, is it away at Raymond James? And they're like, "While we're here, can we bring your cannon?" <laughs> yeah, it might be. I hear that there's a well, lot of natural history, or like a lot of uh, history museums up in Foxborough. They might, they might just have a cannon spare or two. History museum. <laughs> Yeah, like you know those like <laughs> war memorial sites that do those fake. I hear there's an aquarium as well. <laughs> Lovely day out. Lovely day out. Uh, sounds Couldn't do enough for you. This is boring, Mum. Take me to the future museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! All right, we'll be back. Later on this season, as more and more games are played, we'll probably be back at some point next week to discuss everything that happened in week one, because we are here. But uh, any closing remarks before we leave, Max? Uh, yeah, a, a bolt of lightning just struck fairly close to my house, so this is probably my final message to you. Enjoy the season, but God willing, not too much. All right. <laughs> Shelter under a large tree. <laughs> that sounds about right. Alright. 
Let's get out of here.